Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and occasional conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. As I've been sharing recently on Getting Work to Work, I've been putting myself in situations that reveal how much I don't know. I have to learn as fast and as safely as possible. Most importantly, I have to recover from mistakes quickly. Some days it just feels like my best isn't good enough. Sometimes people get upset, which in turn makes me feel awful. And that perhaps presents the most valuable skill anyone can learn. How to bounce back quickly after a setback, conflict, or mistake. If you are a chronic people pleaser like myself and want to find a way to be okay with giving your best, even when it isn't enough, this episode is for you. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 613. I've had a few moments recently in my new job where my best hasn't been good enough. I mean, I tried to help, but it ended up not being enough. I'm not going to tell the whole story today. It's still a little too fresh of an experience. But needless to say, I tried my best. And it still resulted in the person wanting to talk to my manager. And there's nothing more... I don't know if earth shattering is the right word, but there's nothing more like that feeling in the pit of your stomach that you get when someone asks that. It feels like you're getting grounded, going to the principal's office. And I felt a wide range of emotions as this situation unfolded, spanning from embarrassment and disbelief to dismay and frustration. And throughout the day, I tried to shake it off to not let that one person ruin my day. But it was almost impossible. And that experience sat there mocking me the rest of the day in the back of my mind. And even as I helped person after person to the best of my ability, the only thing that I could think of was that one person. And why is it that we let one negative experience, one negative review, one negative customer ruin the other 99 positive experiences, reviews, or engagements in any other given day? Having my own business for over 16 years now, these experiences aren't new. But when you own your own business, you have to be both manager and worker in experiences like this. And so my response over the past 16 years to my detriment has been to become even more of a people pleaser, to not put myself in positions where someone would ask to see my manager, resulting in severe burnout as I worked all hours of the day and night, striving to never hear the words, we need to talk. But growth requires you to not be perfect. Growth requires that you give your best and not have it be enough. Growth requires that you make mistakes, and growth requires that you find the way forward today and tomorrow without chronically replaying the past. So in today's episode of Getting Work to Work, I want to share a few ways to recover from those moments when giving your best just isn't good enough, and you feel awful about it. First, remember that in most situations, you are not defined by any single moment. 
And I say most situations because obviously if a law being broken is part of that situation, you're probably going to be defined by that moment. There are many other situations where you're going to be defined by the moment, but for the most part, we are not defined by any single moment. And it can be hard to remember that, especially when you're going through a moment that feels like it's going to be the one that defines you for the rest of your life. I'm not defined by the mistake that I made as long as I don't replay it over and over and over again in my mind, obsessing, allowing it to fuel my perfectionism. Instead, what I can do is use it as a teachable or coachable moment, asking myself, what can I do differently in the future when I have a similar experience? Because yes, I'm going to have another one of those experiences. I'm going to have a moment where the coffee just didn't wake me up enough. I'm not all the way there and someone needs my help immediately. How can I slow down and pay more attention, better attention next time? How can I make sure that I'm really listening to what they need? And that can be hard, especially when it's early and you're not quite awake yet. The second thing to realize is that you can't satisfy everyone. You can't really satisfy anyone. I I don't know why we try. I don't know why society says you should even try. But for years, I've tried to satisfy everyone. I've tried to satisfy anyone. And I'm the one that's dissatisfied at the end of the day. And I'm sure there's a lot more that I could say about that, but I think for the most part, a lot of people that I've talked to about creativity and creative work and and really trying to uh, make a difference in this world is that a lot of us really do want to make everyone happy. We want to make other people satisfied. And it just doesn't happen all the time. We're lucky when it happens. The third thing is to understand that you will never arrive. So keep learning and expanding your skills and abilities. This one's hard. I want to arrive to a point where I will never need to learn, where I can coast on my skills and abilities. Maybe that's just me, but I, th- I know for the most part, there's going to be opportunities to learn every single day as long as you're willing to do the work. And that can be really challenging. You know, for the most part, I think society does tell us that we will arrive, that we will make it, that we will strike it rich, and that we'll never have to learn. We'll never have to humble ourselves to the point of needing to learn. The fourth thing, and this one is one of the harder ones, is to learn how you need to reset not only in the moment, but at the end of the day and at the start of the next. Because you don't just shake bad experiences off and be like, oh, that was a bad experience. Okay, moving on. In the moment, you have to almost have like a script or like a talking to to yourself of saying, you know, this just happened and it's okay. Shake it off. You know, how are you going to shake it off? But at the end of the day, you know, maybe making a list of the positive and negative experiences so that you're ending on those positive experiences so that you can remember that you did make an impact. And then at the start of the next day, remember that it's a fresh day, that no one is going to remember what happened yesterday. 
only you in some instances. So why focus on what happened yesterday and start with a blank slate? The fifth thing is to accept the recognition and appreciation of others as a sign of growth. It's kind of humorous, but the very next day after I had this bad experience with a customer, I ended up being recognized by my supervisor for my positive impact on customers. And what's weird is like I had this internal feeling of imposter syndrome start to pop up. I said thank you, of course, that it meant a lot, but I also had this negative experience on my mind and I felt the need to qualify to say, well, not every day is a great day or some nonsense like that, like as if I was telling him something new. But, you know, I wanted to qualify, couldn't just accept it this recognition as a sign of positive, as, as a sign of positivity, as a sign of growth. I think a lot of people, a lot of us do that. We don't allow ourselves to just bask in the gratitude of being recognized. Six and finally, you can't take anything personal and never take it home with you, even if you work in an office out of your home. After that experience, a few hours later, I was still kind of stewing, and as I was walking down an aisle, a coworker asked how I was doing, and I replied a, a, the smallest bit, and all they said was this, don't take anything personal. And that really meant a lot to me, because you can't take anything personal. You can't control other people. All you can control is your response to anything. And as I was thinking about this point, I was thinking about the fact that I just, I, I love this job because I don't have to take it home with me. And it's a really important point for those of us who also work at home. How do we not take our work home with us when we work at home? That is a massive challenge. So as I think about these experiences, when doing your best just isn't good enough, whether you work for yourself or for others, disappointing people is inevitable. Your best will not be good enough. You're going to let clients down. You're going to let customers down. You're going to let yourself down. You're going to let your family down. But how you respond when that happens, both internally and externally, makes all the difference. When you can be gracious and gentle, when you cannot be a jerk about it, when you can take a deep breath, then and only then can you get back to work and truly make a difference. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.